This week, our sponsor is OTT Boutique. Love OTT, owned by the fabulous Simone, a beautiful boutique on Oliver Plunkett Road, Letterkenny. And online on OTTBoutiqueLK.com. Simone has an unreal selection of clothes. Think pretty brunch and party outfits. Everything from cute dresses to unique tops. I got kitted out in OTT. Really nice mixture of classic pieces too. I love my beige jumper dress and my silky black top. Ooh. I got a stunning black velvet dress that was never off me in the winter. And cool electric blue shorts. Simone knows her stuff and nearly helps to style you when you're in. I like that there's small enough selection too. You know you won't be going around wearing the same as everyone else. Absolutely. She goes on buying trips and finds quirky brands and class accessories. Uh, Simone also stocks Sister Jane, which I adore. Plus, it's good to shop local and support a young business owner. A sound one at that. Yep. And OTT accept Shop LK vouchers. All about that shop local vibe. You can find OTT on Facebook and Instagram at ott.boutique. Hello and welcome to episode 43. We're a bit giddy. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> so what's been happening? It's been mere days since we, we chatted I'm a, last. I'm in a time warp. Number one, it's bank holiday weekend last weekend. Mm-hmm. And then we recorded on Monday. And now it's Thursday, which we usually record. But I'm just all, I'm all muddled. Yeah, we're all warped. Yeah. <laughs> but let's see, I'm sure... Some things have happened in between. No, they have so. actually. Plenty's happened. Mm. <laughs> but I'm sure the TV guide is light on your part when you're in moving mode. Well, yeah, but I finished watching The Nurse, which I mentioned oh, right, yes. last week. And? I was very impressed. Mm. I, you know, the way I was actually saying that I was watching it in Danish with English subtitles. Because mm-hmm. you don't like the dubbing. Yeah. And then I changed it to English dubbing. With English subtitles. And actually, that was my favourite then. Oh, that was a good combo. Got into the groove of it. Mm. But I found it riveting. Oh, good. Riveting Because review. I don't know, is it because I'm a nurse though as well? So maybe somebody else mightn't be as entertained. But it was just shocking. Like, it kind of follows the main nurse who's working with this Christina, who's doing all this nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're just on the edge of your seat watching it thinking, how is this actually a true story? Yeah, that's that's probably what makes it so compelling. Yeah, Compelling is definitely the word I would use. And the fact it's only four episodes. Mm. I like when there's only four episodes that you're not like, excuse me, that you're not like having to commit to this massive. Yeah. Especially for something that's kind of like a thriller drama type thing as well. Four is probably plenty. Yeah. So when I finished watching that, I seen when I was Googling to get reviews of it on Rotten Tomatoes, it was only coming up for, you know, the film The Good Nurse. Did you ever watch that? No. So that's on Netflix as well. But it's that Eddie Red Eddie Redmayne, Redmayne. and Jessica Chastain. Oh, isn't yes. It? Yes, I remember. But the that was a film mm-hmm. about the true story of Charles Cullion. He was an American serial killer. Mm-hmm. But that's on my list now to watch. Okay. I'm really just going to disturb myself when I've pushed the boat out. This yeah, way. you're in the zone. Yeah. I am in the zone. 
So I thoroughly enjoyed the nurse. Mm-hmm. Four rotten tomatoes. Four ripe avocados. I four mean. ripe avocados. Yeah, certified ripe av- fresh. Yeah, certified <laughs> soft. Oh, certified. I need to ripe. see in. <laughs> oh no, wait, that's yeah. So the other thing then that I started watching, it literally only came out today, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, you enjoyed Bridgerton. Yeah. Did you see the prequel spinoff? No, that's I heard came about on. this. So it's called Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Mm-hmm. And I did enjoy Bridgerton. But when it said Queen Charlotte, I was like, which one's Charlotte? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that was just the main queen in mm. it. But um, seems to be getting very, very good reviews so far. But it literally only came out today. There's six episodes in it. Oh, cool. Is it? And it's obviously a Shond- Shondaland production yeah. as well. Shondaland. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah. So it's good to kind of... Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be a nice, light-hearted Keep you thing. checked in. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. I didn't so, even know that was out. That's great. Yeah, that was all my watching now this week. But I I had been watching on Edge this week because, as I was saying, we moved into the new house, but we got a new TV mm-hmm. and we've put it up on a bracket. But it's like one of those brackets that you can like move in and move out and move up and down. And like, I just have no faith in it. Do you so, thought your TV was going to fall off? Yeah. Mm. I was like out with the ruler measuring the millimeters to where it was. I was like, is oh it going to fall off? Yeah, that's scary. So it's added a whole new dimension to my watching experience. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gets the adrenaline pumping. Oh, definitely. Mm. <laughs> How have you been getting on? Have you been watching Succession, I suppose? Oh yeah, we're still watching Succession and it's still amazing. <laughs> um, actually, Darren, I forgot to talk to you about this. I felt, remember, I didn't really enjoy this week's episode that much, but then I read an article about it and now I understand it, so I think we should watch it again. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, it's usually really, really good, but this season of Succession being the last, it started so strong that now, obviously, there's a few fillery episodes yeah. because it was a strong start. But They're I'd say essential. Yeah, and it'll end strong too. Like so. You hope. I hope so. Um, apart from that, I s- we started to watch Welcome to Wrexham um. after all my chat. And oh, I love it. Love it so much. I give it like five ripe avocados <gasps> already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just brilliant. It's the perfect mix of all the things I love, like an underdog story. Well, I don't love football, but I love business. <laughs> and it's like teaching you all about the business of football, like how financially you keep it a team going and how you have to be strategic and moving them up the ranks and things um rob McElhenney, one of the things Mm -hmm. i love he's great at it ryan reynolds is so funny but it's great because even though it's their underdog story of buying this football team it's like the third oldest british or football team or something oh really and they're what is it down their way down the league table like bottom bottom of the pyramid of Football. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I, oh, I'm learning all about football now. Um, football. Um, very shocker. But so it's kind of showing then how them say there's all these different people in the community who are rooting for them, like the pub near the stadium, the players themselves. So the whole documentary tells you it from all these different points of view. Not and it's oh. not that focused on Rob and um Ryan. Ryan. 
So it's more like about Wrexham and like the tourism aspect and all of that. So it's just really, really interesting. And they're only half hour episodes too. So I just found every one we've watched, I thought it was only 10 minutes. I couldn't believe when it was over. Really? So I'd say we haven't had the time, but it would be super bingeable if you had a few hours. Yeah. I'd say you'd, you'd blast through five or six of them. No bother. It gets 91% in Rotten Tomatoes. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it, so I recommend it. Um, and then I found a f- out a funny wee piece of trivia today about TV and movies. This is cute, right? Oh. So, seeing Pixar movies. Yeah. <laughs> Turn away, you laughing. Because <laughs> you just know it's going to be something silly. <laughs> um, right. So, you know the movie Inside Out? Yeah. Which is a great movie. Yeah. There's a part where, and actually shout out to Gavin in the office who actually told me this today. It's not my own original content. Um, and just mm-hmm. in case I get sued. <laughs> but he was saying that, you know, the, the girl hates broccoli. So it obviously stirs one of her emotions that she doesn't like it. But see, in other cultures, they change the veg in accordance. So in Japan, kids love broccoli. So they changed it and and picked the movie Inside Out in Japan. It's changed to uh, green peppers because nobody likes them. Oh my god! And I just thought Pixar, you clever mofo's. Like that's just such great attention to detail, culturally. That I wonder how many different variations of veg did they have? Well, like every I suppose like every territory has like different veg trends, and Do, obviously really? like. Yeah, well, I mean, like South America, I'm sure, is completely different in terms of what they eat. And Asia is completely different. And we only think about it from, I suppose, like, we're quite Americanized. So our culture is not that different from America, North America. But everyone everywhere else is quite different. Like, non-English speaking territories, I suppose, especially, but... When did anyone get Brussels sprouts? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I love Brussels sprouts. Oh, Darren does too. They're rotten. Oh, they're lovely. Mum does as well. But no, I wouldn't thank you for them. <laughs> That's very yeah. interesting. I thought that was so cute. It is cute. They uh, must change yeah. other things then for other movies. Yeah, I'd say there's loads of nuances if you look deep enough into it. Okay, I'm putting it down for our check, fact check for next week. Yeah, that would be good. Mum actually had because a critique we, of the podcast. She says whenever we say fact check, it sounds like we're saying fat check. <laughs> fat check. Well, that actually links into my World Wide Web. All right. <laughs> fat check. It does. Yeah. My only last piece about um, TV Guide is that Netflix have reported this kind of trend piece about the new wave of Korean content. So Netflix are on this like massive trajectory of putting um, lots of Korean content on Netflix, like on the English speaking territories, like sparked by Squid Game. Yeah. But apparently Korean TV is the most innovative, entertaining thing ever. Like Squid Game is on parallel with a lot of the shows that they have. So everything from reality TV to dramas to comedies. Uh, I was telling Darren this about this the last day. So they have this show called Peak Peak One Hundred, and it's kind of like the Hunger Games. So they found these people who are at their like peak physical ability, and they all like battle it out to be like who is the peak like one hundred most agile fit person ever, and it's meant to be amazing. 
So hopefully the article I read was American, but I hope it's on our Netflix as well. So they hope that there'll be like 36 Korean titles on all English, English speaking Netflix at a minimum. And what was the other show that sounded really good? Oh, there's one called Zombieverse. And it's a reality TV show where you like have to be a zombie and live in a post-apocalyptic world. Okay, this sounds good. <laughs> I'm like, let me take note of that. Oh, so sorry. It's the physical 100. That's the name. Oh, the physical one. And when you say they have to battle it out, are we talking battle royale it out? <laughs> well, I'd say it's probably like, or like just a much better version of Ireland's fittest family or oh, something right. so like. It's not like. I don't battle know. Royale. <laughs> but I think. Korean shows push things to the brink. So like that squid, squid Game is kind of like, obviously mm-hmm. it's super exaggerated, but they would have this extreme culture with their reality competitive mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to watch one. Yeah, Zombieverse sounds yeah, amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, Netflix are on a Korean um buzz so, so uh, zombieverse is coming to netflix if it's not on already it's coming Jeez. yeah right so yeah that's all my tv guide okay World Wide web i was gonna mention the met gala was on mm-hmm. um did you see many photos of it or follow much of it yeah quite a few <laughs> you're like yeah maybe i did <laughs> <laughs> what's um, it to you <laughs> so I was going to say So it was The theme was Karl Lagerf- Lagerfeld mm-hmm. Was it He's the German Was the German Fashion designer But mm-hmm. There was a lot of controversy Because Of all the comments That he made That's what I was saying Fat check He was quite yeah. fa- He was quite fat phobic oh um, In some of his comments But like I was reading articles On some of his quotes And mm-hmm. they were just Oh he was Brutal Brutal like But He had said once Critics are fat mummies Sitting with their bag of crisps In front of the television Saying that thin models are ugly (laughs) (laughs) And I remember I'd never heard that saying before But like Jeez he was brutal like But then he had said As a cop out He was like Don't take anything I ever say As serious I am joking With everything I say it's like okay it's like okay that kind of covers you but it's I like when someone's been annoying to you and they go only messing <laughs> and you're messing. like no nah, you're just being a dick i had heard this quote as well before that he said sweatpants are a sign of defeat you lost control of your life so you bought some sweatpants <laughs> oh gosh darren that's hurtful to you <laughs> I, love, I love some sweatpants <laughs> but anyway so yeah he was the theme but i thought did you see doja cat she was dressed up as your cat. man's cat. Chopet. Yeah. And then what you call him, Jared Leto as well. Mm. His outfit was like amazing. Because mm. he, he looked like a giant out. cat. Yeah. I saw Aubrey Plaza wearing the head of the cat at the yes. after party. Like. <laughs> I seen that. Um, and you'd sent on Pedro Pascal. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realise though in the headshot, people were comparing him to... Ms. Er, Mr. Tato, yeah. but I didn't realize he was wearing shorts as well with his outfit, mm-hmm. which is quite random. Yeah, very edgy. So yeah, it was yeah. like cost of living crisis. They were saying the tickets had gone up from like thirty thousand to like fifty two thousand. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just an elitist fucking freak show. But it's so interesting to watch. Oh yeah, it is. Like I just God, didn't like I that know. theme either because. 
just like Karl Lagerfeld, like fair enough, he was an innovator and Chanel is so iconic. And I love tweed and square mm-hmm. neck and that whole pastel kind of vibe. And even though I hate Dua Lipa for some reasons. Dua Lipa? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what about Dua Lipa now? I can't tell you. But Darren liked one of her Instagram photos one time. Ah, for fuck's <laughs> Like, are you one of are you one of those? Yeah. Maybe so, I'm saying to Darren, are you one of those? <laughs> yeah. I know. Julipa. <laughs> yeah, but I, I loved her outfit. Did, did did you see the No, I didn't see her outfit. I'm gonna look oh, it up it was now. Gorgeous. Oh Darren liked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. He doesn't like them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But I loved Emma Chamberlain's outfits as well. Did you see the one where she's interviewing um, Doji, Doji Cat? Cat and yes. she's wearing like the lovely like blue suit and blue hairband and Doji Cat's just there meowing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like what would you do? You'd be very thrown like. Meow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I do enjoy, I enjoy the content from the Met, but I'm starting to go off it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was that theme or what. I'm just a wee bit like. But last year's theme. What was last year's theme? Was it? Um, <gasps> oh, like Hollywood the, icons or vintage something. Yeah. That was when Kim wore the Marilyn Monroe dress. Oh yeah, and did you see Kendall Jenner at the Met Gala? Mm. She was six foot seven. Yeah, the platform. Did you see the crazy. picture of her beside Kim Kardashian? Mm-hmm. She's a wee toot. Like that just looked freakish. Mm-hmm. She looked like a an extraterrestrial. Like yeah. A very tall one. A fembot or something. Yeah. It was very strange. So anyway, just had to mention Met Gala. But back to basics here. On World Wide Web, mm-hmm. I started following this Instagram page and I have never like drooled so much <laughs> watching <laughs> an Instagram page. So it's this guy called Ollie Patterson and his handle is El Burrito Monster. Oh, Right. Oh my God. He just makes burritos. Um, but like, not ordinary burritos, mm. monster burritos. Oh, yeah. So he's um, from Greater Manchester. He's 25 year old. But the first video I'd seen was he was making up a breakfast, but he kind of does these little like poems or rhymes as he's doing the videos that are really well put together. Mm-hmm. But he'd made a breakfast burrito, which I know you're not. Mm. No, I'm okay. I was starting Oh, no, some issues doesn't with like them. them. So. He had made a whole breakfast, wrapped it up, and he says this little rhyme when he's like wrapping it and folding it and blah, blah, blah. But then he puts it, he kind of grills the burrito, but then he chopped up hash browns. Oh, yum. And then he rolled the burrito with cling film along with the hash browns and then air fried it. And then he cuts it in half and puts sauce over it. Like, unbelievable. Oh my God, I'm hungry. This is just cruel. Yeah, really, really nice. But another video then that I'd seen he had up was he was making like pizzas, but they were puff pastry pizzas. Mm -hmm. So he got like a pizza, what would you call it? Pizza tin thing Mm -hmm. that you cook your pizza in in the oven. Oh, yeah. And he put down baking paper. Then he put down like pepperoni, other few bits. Then he put down cheese. Then he put on red sauce on top. Mm-hmm. And then he puts a sheet of puff pastry on on top, mm-hmm. cooks it in the oven, then takes it out and flips it over. Ooh. So it's like an upside down pizza. Oh, yum. Yeah. You just, uh, like, I can't 
describe it mm. to do it, it justice. But his page is just it. unreal. Like, and what's it called again? So he's El Burrito Monster. E L Burrito Monster. Okay, that's El Burrito Monster. <laughs> Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Yum. But his yeah, his name is Ollie Patterson. But you could just watch the videos for ages. The way they're put together and the way he says these little rhymes. Mm. You're like, <gasps> and you know, sometimes when you're watching reels or TikToks and it's like they do things so quick, you have to watch the videos like six or seven times yeah. just to get the views. Again, mm. am I boring? <laughs> so, I yawned away from the mic so no one would have known. <laughs> no, I'm, I just called you out. I'm enthralled, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, you need to check it out. Lovely. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, it sounds still lush. So that's all my World Wide Web. Okay. Um, oh, one of my World Wide Webs is quite funny. I guess it parallels a wee bit with um, TV Guide. But, so our friend and listener, Dean, had sent me this. And it was a reel from a guy called, what's his name again? Angry Gym Teacher. <laughs> I don't know, I don't follow the guy. But he had a really, he had some interesting movie trivia. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever seen, because uh, Reel was really good as well, um, really quick. Um, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? No. It's this really good, like, cult movie. Um, so it kind of, it didn't do well when it came out. It came out, like, in the early 2000s, and then it kind of gained cult status after the fact. Mm-hmm. So it's this movie, and it's set in the future, um, it's and it's uh, the world has just become completely stupid. <laughs> like everyone is just so dumb. Um, like they can't think for themselves. They're completely reliant on technology. They're mm. all idiots. And then this guy, a military guy, is sent from the past to the future to like save the fucking human race or whatever. And he is played by Luke Wilson. And um, Dax Shepard is in it too. He plays like the idiot that helps Luke Wilson or whatever. Anyway, it's a great movie. But uh, see the people, it's really funny, right? And no judgment to anyone who didn't like it. But idiots don't like it because they don't understand that it's them that's reflected in the movie. Oh my God. What would you do if I turned around before <laughs> you said that like... and said, yeah, I seen it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, good. Um, oh, well, I mean, you might not like it for other reasons, but if you didn't, if you if you said, I don't get it, I'd be like very, very concerned. <laughs> but you would get it. Um, but anywho, the, the trivia was that the costume director for the movie worked with the creators of the movie really, really closely for like the kind of uniform of the idiots of the future. And she wanted them all to have similar shoes. So she was like, what shoes? And then there was a startup at the time in the early 2000s. And she, she was like, oh, she or he were like, that is the shoe. That's what all the idiots are going to wear. And it was Crocs. <laughs> and then when you look back, yeah, they're all wearing Crocs. I knew you were going to say Crocs. Mm-hmm. I just I, thought that was so cool. You, like you didn't give in to Crocs yet. No, and I'm no, not I now, now that I've learned that. No. It's funny, we we rode that wave. We rid yeah. that wave. Rid, road, rid. Am yeah. I an idiot? <laughs> rid. Rid sound city. Nah, I don't know. I, pro- I probably still could. Um, like, I know a lot of people I know who are in no way idiotic love their Crocs. Yeah. But I just haven't. Like, I haven't seen a pair that have just kind of caught my eye yet. But I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's quite funny. Mm. 
but yeah, the movie's called Idiocracy. So if you didn't like it, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was oh, actually one quick little bit of World Wide Web again. As I was reading about deep fakes, right? And we've left ourselves massively exposed to being deep faked in the oh, future. Oh no. Because delete the content. The quality of a good deep fake is dependent largely on audio. Jesus and all it takes Christ. is three minutes of quality audio that's like on the internet. Do you think they'd be able to get three minutes out of forty three episodes? <laughs> I know, like we're screwed. <laughs> So yeah, I just thought that I have a load of whole big thing about AI, but I'll save it because we'll run out of time. Sometimes it's, it's an affliction having such a good sound guy. Mm. <laughs> Indeed. Thanks, Darren. Um, so is that all your world mm-hmm. about? Yeah, I have no recommendations, actually. So Well, I'll go straight in with mine. So I sent you on the picture of my new mug that I got for my mm-hmm. birthday, but I hadn't unboxed it. So... Shout out to Maria at New Looks who buys my gifts for every recommendation every week because yes. it was the same last week. Um, so she got me last year for my birthday a card from this um, website. So it's an Irish company called Weird Watercolours. So it's Audrey and Abbey and they have a studio in Wexford. So last year the card Maria got for me, my birthday's in March. So it was a picture of Paddy Losty with... Um, he was kind of dressed up as St. Patrick with a, I don't even know, does he have a meter or what does he have on his head? But anyway, a St. Patrick festive Paddy Losty. So then this year for my birthday, Maria went all out and got me a mug with the full quote Paddy Losty put quote on it. Mm-hmm. So I was flabbergasted. Amazing and gift. I just absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. And it's a great mug. Yeah. It has a fine cup of tea in it. Oh, it's a good mug as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, so I was on their website, Weird Watercolours. I must look at that. And they have such funny, quirky things on it. Like, so they're inspired by Irish humour and meme culture. But they have one mug I was laughing at. It was like a picture of a chicken fillet roll on it. Like a painting <laughs> of a chicken fillet roll. And it's just like, they see me rolling. They see me rolling. <laughs> um, and then they have another mug. And there's a big cow on one side and a small cow on the other. And the big cow says... Small, and then the other cow said, oh, "Far away." Brilliant. Yeah. So just really, really weird watercolors. Really sounds like my kind of shop. Yeah, and you know what I thought was hilarious? They have a email for their complaints, and it's send your complaints to the Karen Hotline at weirdwatercolors.com. Oh my god, so clever! <laughs> Love it. I thought that was very smart on it. So then, my other recommendation then was. Usually you're the one that's kind of swooping in with the M&S recommendations because mm. you just snip down there on your lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in the last day randomly. They do very good gluten-free crackers. So I was getting good gluten-free crackers. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to pick up what you had originally recommended, the katsu Oh yes, poke bowl. Mm-hmm. It's like a little salad bowl. But they're never in it. Yeah, they're never in it anymore. Never in it's it. devastating. It is devastating. First rule of problems. But I picked up another salad bowl. So it's the M&S Bang Bang Salad Bowl. Oh, I haven't seen this. Oh, that's because it's new, Marie. So went in. It's I brought it home then. Cooked up some Big Al's chicken tenders, mm-hmm. which I'm surviving on after the move to the Big house. <laughs> like so <laughs> handy. Bung them in the air fryer. But So there's like lettuce in it, slow mix. 
edema, is it edaman beans mm-hmm. you call them? Sunflower seeds. And then the bang bang dressing is like coconut, soy, chili, garlic, ginger, lemongrass. Oh, lovely. It is unreal. That it was so good. good. Mm-hmm. Love. If you like a nice salad. Oh, I do. Mm, We're coming into that. salad season yes, now, by salad season. Actually, Darren's really on the cusp of wanting to get an air fryer now. You'll be happy to know. Good. Yeah. But like, he's been on the fence. You want to get an air fryer now and... Like, oh, now he's way off it again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Darren, like, we're not buying a house here. It's just an air fryer. Well, it's funny because in the house that we're renting, we just used the air fryer. So we didn't use the oven. And now in the new kitchen, I have like double ovens and I put on the oven the last day to cook something. And I was like, what is this magic? Because the ovens are like eye level. And there was like a light in it. So I could see the, see it cooking before my eyes. And you'd swear this was like new technology. I was like, I can see the food as it cooks. <laughs> I thought it was mental. But yeah, so. I have a question. Oh, oh sorry, Darren. Darren. I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> Darren sure. wants the mic. Do you want the mic? We really need to invest. Mm-hmm. Question for you, Patricia. Yes. If the air fryer is so good, why did you bother putting an oven in the new house? A double oven. <laughs> See, I knew this question was going to come, but like, the air fryer is handy, handy. Like, I'm not saying I'm against oven. I ain't anti oven, <laughs> but there's something with the air fryer is very handy. You just bung it in, and it's straight. It, there's no preheating, no nothing. I'm not Darn's, saying you'll use it all the time, but it's just. Aren't still not so old. Darren, you always then put me off now. I'm off again too. You're off it again? Yeah. Why didn't you just put in a big air fryer? Like a massive one? Because I didn't fucking think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would I did think of that after and then I was like, maybe we should have just put a big hole in the wall stick the air fryer. <laughs> like, That'd be so innovative. <laughs> Is that what you want me to say? I didn't think of it. For fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> <laughs> Happy. <laughs> Sure, like now I have two fucking ovens and I use them. Sorry, people this out. I'm frustrated with my oven choice. <laughs> no, you need an oven too. <laughs> I, I, I love like my... It's like if most people have both, darn. It's not that weird. Like I love my oven. <laughs> darn. Maybe. I'll bring over my air fryer the next day you can try it. Oh, no, no. I, I, <sighs> mm, do you? You're a little bit judgy. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. <laughs> yeah, oh, we'll say to be continued. Yeah. Darren's like you and Apple TV and Ted Lasso with the air fryer. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna say I need to. Watch. Like I know everybody's on to me. I need to watch it, but oh, yeah. actually, that's what I meant to say. But welcome to Wrexham. It's like a real life Ted Lasso. <laughs> it's like real life Ted Lasso. It's so feel good and amazing. I will watch it. Yeah, promise. So, to end this week, I don't have trivia, but I have a little, I have a little game. Okay. Bear in mind, I'm awful picking up game rules. So no, this is I've made up this game, <laughs> so that might make it worse actually. Like Charlie so anyway, McDennis. <laughs> so, when I was reading Carl Lagerfeld's quotes on the internet, I seen some other interesting quotes. Mm-hmm. So, I have three quotes here, but I'll. Get you to guess the celebrity. Okay. Going on the quote. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So number one. Now there's three quotes, so you have plenty of chances. Okay. Right. When what do I asked, want? when asked, did they have any tattoos in 2009? This celebrity replied, "Honey, would you put a bumper sticker on a Bentley?" And what what year was this? 2009. Like Joan Rivers? No. Well. So we'll go on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Okay. When accepting the inaugural influencer award from the, I can't even read my own writing. (laughs) From the something of fashion, from the Council of Fashion. Sorry. Um, from the Council of Fashion Designers of America in 2018, this celebrity stated, I'm kind of shocked I'm getting a fashion award when I'm naked most of the time. So maybe they're an influencer. They're accepting the inaugural influencer award from the Council of Fashion of Fashion Designers. What year? 2018. I'm kind of shocked I'm getting a fashion award when I'm naked most of the time. Would you like the third and final quote? Yeah. I can't think on that one. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of baggage that comes with us, but it's like Louis Vuitton baggage. You always want it. It's like a Kardashian anyway. I don't know which one. Yeah. But <laughs> it's Kim Kardashian. Kim. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was the second one though. Who's no, they're all Kim Kardashian. Oh, they're all Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'd laugh at the tattoo one. Would you put a bumper sticker on a Bentley? <laughs> Good woman, Kim. Go on, Kim. So I thought you were gonna be that diehard of a fan. I thought you would got it in one, maybe. No, I didn't think the first two sounded like her, but yeah. Well, that's her, that's why I chose she's, them as the first she's an two. Enigma. She is indeed. Yeah, the last quote was from the first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm. Louis Vuitton baggage. See, it's the funny thing about the Kardashians. I do love them and I will always defend them. But I actually enjoy the show so much more than I enjoy their social media presence. Like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is such an entertaining show. Mm. Like, they're all so funny, especially Chloe. Whereas social media, sometimes I find their social media a wee bit boring. Mm. Um, But yeah. Well, we'll come back next week with more quotes. That's a good idea. Well, so thank you to our sponsor this week, um, OTT Boutique in Letterkenny. A very stylish place to shop. Thank you, Simone. Uh, And thank you, Simone. And also, we have had significant interest for our No Other Crack bus tour, um, which is exciting. So yeah, again, just keep an eye on our Instagram page at nootherkrack underscore pod because that's mainly where we're putting out any communication about the bus tour. Um, but also you can email us if you're not on Instagram. Oh, Trish, what is our email address again? <laughs> Why can I never... The dot N-O-C dot, dot podcast. I need to double check that. Any- it might just be pod at, gmail. at, gmail. at gmail. gmail.com. Um, if you're interested in coming along the bus tour with us on the 8th of July. Thanks, so Darren. It's a Saturday. And Darren will be going as well for any Dar- Darren fans. So it's it's not just the gals. It's the three amigos. Yeah, I was right with the email. <laughs> the dot noc dot podcast at gmail.com. 
Okay, so if you're not on Insta, shoot us a wee email there and let us know if you'd like to come along. As we said, we're concrete details to follow now that we've got our numbers. We might have to start limiting numbers. But so please do get in touch if you're interested and go in so that we have a clear picture. And we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye bye.